What's up, guys? Max here, back with another episode of the Scuttlebutt Show. I hope you're all doing well. Happy Thursday from Okinawa, Japan. Breaking news, it's raining, because it's rained every day this month, it feels like. So it's raining out here in Okinawa. So uh, that's what's going on with me. What's going on with you guys? How are you? It's, uh, I guess, Wednesday night back there in the United States. If you notice, there was a poll at the top of this video. Should Bill Cosby have been released from prison? We'll let that poll stand for a while and get the results near the end of the show. Uh, if you don't know, breaking news, Bill Cosby was released from jail today. And uh, we're going to talk all about that. Bill Cosby being a Navy veteran. What's up to Andrew Nuggets first today? John, JJ, Game Hopes, Larry, uh, every, Nick, everybody who's out there in the chat. Hope I didn't miss anybody. Chris. Welcome, everybody, to the show today. It's going to be a fun one. We have a fun show today. Some crazy stories. Uh, and then we, we'll talk about uh, what the plan for next week is, too. This is going to sound strange, but I did share this link for the stream in a flight simulator Discord community I belong to. Oh, awesome. Game host of the 99 Euro Super Chat. Game host, it's great to see you in the chat. Welcome back from wherever you've been, whatever you've been up to. It's always nice to see you there. Uh, Enjoy the Scuttleburger. I will. I absolutely will. Thank you very much. They'll be used to crashes then. <laughs> um, have you seen Loki yet? Starting to watch Loki when it's... I'm going to watch Loki when it's done. I'm going to binge watch it. So hit that poll, share the video. Let's get the chat popping today. Like the stream so we can get some more recommendations, hopefully. Rambo, what's up? How are you? Rambo, who's uh, getting ready to have a big future out there in the Marine Corps. So that's incredible. OG Litness in the chat. What's up, Bill, Bill, Bill Nye, the science guy. What's up, OG Litness? Welcome to the chat. I was actually watching something with Bill Nye this morning, a YouTube channel called Veritasium, uh, all about physics and physics uh, discussions and experiments and quantum physics and you name it. It's great. Science. Uh, science. So I hope you guys had have a chance to check that out. If you want to, I'll type it in the chat right now actually if i can spell it veritasium yeah check it out very cool channel bill nye was on it today as a matter of fact let me hit you guys with a oh game hopes dropping another scuttle burger unbelievable game hopes thank you very much wow you rock rock star of the chat so far today dropping scuttle burgers left and right double scuttle burger you got it buddy you got it i definitely will be doing that maybe i'll do a uh, a ramen scuttle burger from mount fuji next week and we'll be live streaming from out there if you guys haven't heard about that i'll be talking more about that later on in the episode but first let's knock this out little about yesterday. So about yesterday, this is more about two days ago. So about two days ago, somebody in the chat said, have you seen Kill Team? Kill Team, a movie about a unit in Afghanistan that was had some members convicted of killing civilians. And I was like, oh, that movie came out. I have not seen, I didn't realize. I thought it was coming out later this year. Well, I had a chance to watch it. So we're going to talk about that. And I want to know if you guys have had a chance to see Kill Team and we're going to talk about it. I finally watched Rules of Engagement. I thought Sam Jackson and Tommy Lee were great together. Yes. Hashtag super legit. Game hopes is super legit. Another one, Uncle Sam's misguided children. Who's that? Uh, Bill Cosby or, or the uh, Kill Team. So let's, uh, let's jump over here. And let's talk about Kill Team really quick. This is not my full formal review, but I thought I, we, we talked about movies the other day. We talked about Samuel L. Jackson. We talked about uh, Unthinkable and we talked about Kill Team. So I did go watch it. So here's Kill Team, the Kill Team. If you just Google Kill Team, you're going to be bombarded with Warhammer 40K propaganda. So don't accidentally go watch a Warhammer 40K deal. Make sure you Google the Kill Team and actually check this out. This is on the heels of me reviewing out of the fight, Game Hope's dropping a scuttle cone, a scuttle cone, a scuttle ice cream cone. Wow, incredible. Thank you so much. Uh, Game Hope's just regularly dropping a whole meal for me today. And I promise that I will put, I will cheers you a burger and ice cream sometime soon. I promise you that. Uh, I have seen Kill Team. And I thought it was very interesting. It is. And a touch of ice cream dessert. Thank you very much. Wow, you rock. Thank you for that. I really appreciate it, Game Hope's. Um, Kill Team is a, let's see. Oh, these guys are criminals. <laughs> oh, Harry Lime Pie with a $2 super chat. Keep the train going. Wow, incredible. You guys, you guys are making me sm smile and blush on the stream today right off the bat. We've only been on here for five minutes. Uh, unbelievable. Thank you so much. Um, wow. Wow. Humbled. Truly humbled. Um, Larry D. OG. Damn, sus, $2 super chat. This is crazy right now. I can't believe it. You guys are amazing. Uh, no, the future Marine USMC, Uncle Sam's misguided. Show. Oh, yes, I do. I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, damn, OG Litness, thank you very much. Always coming in there with the $2 super beer refill chat. Uh, thank you very much. I promise I will cheers you from, uh, from Fuji also with a nice Orion or something like that while I'm up there on the mountain. Wow, incredible. 
you guys are, are really uh, humbling me this morning out here in Okinawa. Wow. Thank you very much. Um, okay. Let's try, let's try to get to it. Uh, let's try to get to kill team and talk about it a little bit. So we've got kill team, uh, this movie on the heels of me reviewing out of the fight, we've got killed uh, kill team, which I'm going to have to drop a full review on about this unit in Afghanistan, in 2010, 2009, 2010. Some of the most violent years in Afghanistan out there as the fight turned to the uh, coin or counterinsurgency operations out there. We've got the story of a staff sergeant who comes in, he's been on multiple combat deployments, and he starts encouraging his unit to effectively murder Afghani civilians uh, and then frame them as being combatants. And one person in the squad, uh, a specialist, kind of rebels against that. And as a result of him... Um, of him standing up against them, they ultimately uh, are busted and go to trial. And this is based on a true story. Uh, I don't know exactly how much of it is completely accurate to the to the true version of events. But let me ask you guys this: a uh, uh, just out of curiosity, how's it going with that merch? Oh, you're getting a shirt, bud. You are getting a T-shirt. Trust me, you are getting a shirt. Don't even worry about it. It's just going to probably take a minute to get it out to you. So, game hopes you are getting a shirt. Um, so. We've got a, and, and don't worry about asking. That's totally fine. So let me ask you guys this. The, the, the conflict in this movie, the ethical con conflict is the civilians that they were killing. He, Sergeant Deeks, the, the, the antagonist went to the pre-screening in 2014. It was put on by his lawyer. Oh, wow. Wow. You went to the pre It was put on by the specialist lawyer or by Sergeant Deeks lawyer. Scrap iron. What's up? That's awesome. Welcome to the chat. I just saw you subscribed recently. Um, Wow. Cool. Uh, how was that? The only pre-screening I've been to for a military movie off base, like an official pre-screening was Lone Survivor. And that was like two days before I deployed to Afghanistan. So that was incredible. That was awesome. So um, the kill team. So let me ask you guys this. Here's the question for the chat. If you know someone is a, is a enemy combat, Taliban, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and you come across them and they don't actively pose a threat to you, should you be able to kill them? Let me, I'm asking you guys, if you're an American soldier and you come across somebody and you know for a fact that they are Taliban, like they shot at you five minutes ago, they throw down their gun and now they are non-combatant, should you be able to kill them? I'm asking you the question and then we're going to talk about it. I know you feel like you might, of course not, but let me see. I wonder who, uh, who says what in the chat. I'm curious. The specialist lawyer. That's really cool. Scrap iron. Wow. Incredible. Uh, I will advertise you when I'm in Amigo as well as Brian Osuna. Okay. Awesome. Um, let's see, kind of like casualties of war. Was it normal common in Afghanistan for U.S. soldiers to get skull tattoos representing their kills? I've never heard of that, actually. I've never heard of anybody getting skull tattoos as like a number of kills or whatever, like uh, the bad guy in Killmonger and Black Panther or something. Uh, I've never heard of that. So there are a lot of unit tattoos. There are a lot of team tattoos, stuff like that. But uh, like, a, like a number of skulls or something like that, I've never seen that. He wouldn't answer where was his leadership uh, lieutenants, platoon sergeants, etc. I think so. Uh, I'll be your sponsor. <laughs> uh, would snap their femur at least. It depends. Larry says, um, he wouldn't answer. Where was his leadership? Lieutenants, platoon sergeant, etc. Uh, so I, I do in this movie. Well, since they fired at me, then the answer is a hard yes. Depends. Max JJ says, I'm going to tell you my thoughts in a minute. So, uh, let me ask you this. One question I had from this film for those who've seen it is, I wonder what was up with the, uh, the Tajiman, the interpreters. Like there were so many witnesses, including interpreters. There were a couple of things left unanswered in this thing for me. Um, the, I thought the acting was great. I thought the film was really well done. The suspense was crazy. The main character, Nat Wolf, who plays Andrew Brigman, kind of looks like Nikki MGTV. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård, who was great as the clown from it is just an overall good bad guy. He almost was a, he almost was too much of a bad guy. He was almost too evil in this movie for me to the point where it was like, uh, almost like borderline comic book, bad guy, uh, just pure, like evil. He's always there watching you all this stuff. So I don't know how it compares to real life, of course, but, uh, he was straight up a bad dude. And the way that they say it went down was pretty shady. 2004, me, yes. 2013, me, no. Interesting. That's interesting to see that uh, transformation there. So if you guys have a chance to go see this movie, I recommend you do. It's streaming on Amazon, so you can go check it out. Um, if, you, if you do, I'd love to know what you think. 
Have you shipped a shirt? I can pay for shipping if you like. Oh, don't worry about it, dude. I got you. Uh, don't overthink it. Um, you're good. You don't have, you have not put me in a crappy situation or anything, Game Hubs. You can just relax and enjoy uh, everything, the stream, the show, everything. Wasn't Skarsgård on Generation Kill, was he? I only know him mainly from It. So he, he does a great job. Really, really awesome. I'm going to post my full entire review on this thing. But about the question that I asked you guys. So I asked you guys, if you know somebody is Taliban, should you be allowed to kill them? The rules of engagement are confusing because on one hand, if you're out there, like let's say you're in a village and you're getting shot at and then you go into the village and nobody's holding a gun, the threat has kind of uh, calmed down. You, you are not allowed to you know, engage an enemy combatant. Or, or somebody who you perceive to be an enemy combatant, although you always have the right inherent right to self-defense. But interestingly, when it comes to targeting airstrikes, we do it all the time. So like these guys went into villages where they knew that they were Taliban sympathizers, enemy caches were being held, IEDs were being planted, they were losing members of their own team, they go in there, uh, they're getting shot at, then they're all of a sudden not getting shot at, they go into that very village and then they killed people who they believed were Taliban. Of course, this is a war crime. You cannot do this. But we do it with airstrikes all the time. We do it with, with drone strikes, with bombs, with airstrikes, artillery, constantly. We're always doing it. 2004, violence of action. 2013, let, let's wrap him up and gain intel to the best of your ability. Uh, violence of action being responding to uh, a contact or a DA, surprise, speed, violence of action on a DA. But a DA is another example where you don't have to get shot at first if you're going on a capture kill mission. Mike Hawk, murderers. So they, they uh, in this movie, the tactics that they used to commit these uh, attacks were definitely uh, questionable, right? Questionable. But we, the government executes drone strikes and bombs on people who are doing nothing all the time. So we've got, you know, things that we believe are IED factories. If we see move, somebody moving weapons into a building, we bomb that building. If we see people that we get like hits on that might be bad guys, we bomb that car or something. So it's difficult to say why is it okay to drop a bomb on somebody who we just observe doing potentially shady stuff versus uh, somebody going in there and engaging them person to person and, uh, and shooting them. So I'm curious, does that, does that impact you uh, at all when you, when, you, uh, when you hear that argument of the difference between a bomb and a gun? Is there any difference to you? Let me know in the comments. Uh, Mike, don't read my name. I see what you're saying there. Uh, the whole thing about white phosphorus in, in Fallujah, I covered in the uh, Six Days in Fallujah video, which I assume you've probably seen. I think I've seen your name on the comments there before. Uh, the army swings a broad so sword, not a scalpel. American rules of engagement for air bombardment is honestly a disgrace. Well, but we've, I've been part of uh, hundreds and hundreds of airstrikes against people that we know were bad guys to liberate civilians from ISIS control. So uh, the, the actually, let me tell you from personal experience, the standards for airstrikes, they go through, a, a, unless they are in self-defense, they th go through complex analysis and legal uh, analysis to see if they are appropriate, including CivCast considerations, um, CivCast considerations, enemy combatants, civilian hostages or anything like that. Uh, what the building is actually used for. Is it a school? Is it a mosque? Is it a IED factory? Is it a, a garage to repair vehicles? Stuff like that. It's actually very complicated. Um, the hardest place by Wesley uh, Morgan, Wheeling Morgan goes over this in many ways. Drone, the hardest place. Okay, I'll check that out. Did you hear what the 173rd did in Europe lately? They occupied a factory they thought was vacant during a training. Yeah, we covered that on the show, actually. We covered that on an episode, uh, in a past episode. We talked about it. How crazy is that? So let's see, if we go over here to kill, one more thing about kill team, we got the Rotten Tomato score, 70% tomato meter, 43% audience score out of 100 ratings. It's got a high critic, critical review. So if you guys get a chance to check this out, I'd love to know what you think. And you guys can give me a shout in the comments uh, if you haven't already. Haymaker, anyone? So, uh, so yeah, we do it with bombs all the time. Can't do it with guns, but can do it with bombs. I don't know. So it's, a, it's difficult. It's really complicated. Didn't know that. Thanks for enlightening me. So, uh, so the, um, yeah, the, the whole thing is complex, but we used to get strikes denied. I can't tell you how many strikes I've had denied 
that were obviously good kinetic events, like where it was only bad guys and those are denied for uh, whatever considerations. Eighth Air Force killed thousands per raid. That was different time and different type of war. Howdy, everyone. Yeah, let's look at like uh, bombing raids done in World War II. Took out tons of civilians. Uh, Royal Air Force Dresden, just because they were Germans doesn't mean it's okay. So yeah, tons, tons of bombing raids in during World War II took out massive amounts of civilians. I mean, we, you know, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, for what it's worth to add that into the conversation, um, was obviously one of the most difficult decisions anybody would ever have to make to conduct that, that, uh, that strike. So, you know, I don't know. I, I definitely don't now, in no way am I defending the actions of those guys on Kill Team. Uh, it's definitely not the right thing to do. You have a responsibility to follow the rules of engagement and return with honor and not murder uh, when you're downrange or else you have to pay the price. So, Ika says, click that join button and become a member of this channel, get an awesome badge and more perks. Hell yeah, Ika, that's very true. The Dresden Raids, yep. Dr Scrap Iron, you're right. The Dresden Raids. Uh, Definitely, if you don't know what that is, you should look it up. Ika, uh, thank you for the shout out. Yeah, you guys can join the channel as a member and immediately get, at any level you join, immediately get 10% off of the online store as well as uh, early access to videos and more. It's a war. Means and methods of war are fair game, including potential recruits. So, you sh and, and we've, t we've taken out ISIS training facilities and all that. So, I, I would uh, encourage you guys to look up the, if you're interested in the white phosphorus conversation, I would, look, uh, I would tell you guys to look up the actual rules of using weapons in, uh, in the law of armed conflict and the use of weapons and the way that the Geneva Convention plays it out, which is the concept of, you know, all weapons cause harm. If you, th like, why are we having a conversation of, um, of the difference between a 500-pound bomb and white phosphorus. All weapons cause harm. But in the law of armed conflict, it actually says, is the amount of harm caused in perspective to the amount of gain made tactically? So that's what it comes down to. So it's something to think about. Let's see. Royal Air Force used napalm and white phosphorus against civilians in Dresden bombing. My grandfather was assigned to the 8th Air Force in World War II. He visited Europe years later and cried over what he had, had to do. He was a B-24 tail gunner. Wow, John. You know, any aviation uh, bomber or uh, gunship in World War II did crazy missions where, like, they would lose 30% of planes that went out on every mission or something like that. And people would have an average survivability of, like, eight missions or something in different squadrons. How That's insane. I have a feeling we'll be at war with the cartels in the future. Taliban is small compared to them. Maybe. Ha ever go to Ground Zero in Hiroshima or Nagasaki? I know someone that went to the one in Nagasaki. We're trying to go. But it's been COVID the whole time we've been in Japan. So here's what I think. If you have a valid reason for your life being literally under threat, you should be able to act in any way, shape, or form under self-defense. That is what, that's the actual thing, Game Hopes. You always have the inherent right to self-defense in the ROE. Royal Air Force used napalm and white phosphorus against civilians in Dresden. Uh, we were route clearance, so our order of priority when it came to strikes was low. Wasn't until I became coist did I understand why Peck had priority. The Israelis used Willie P on the Palestinians. Uh, a good IS insurgent is a good one. Willie P is classified as smoke, right? Willie P is classified as a, a flare and a illumin uh, illumination. The fact that the use of flamethrowers against any human is a war crime is beyond me. Not a war crime. Uh, yeah, flamethrowers are a weapon. Flamethrowers are a weapon. Uh, let's see. The chat's going off right now, which is awesome. So let me, uh, let me let you guys continue the conversation in the chat, and I'm going to jump on to the next story here. He ended up as a POW in Stalag 17B. Wow, John. Oh man, that's crazy. That is, uh, that's really something. I don't even know what to say. That's intense. So I'm glad that he made it out and that you got to learn hopefully about the, uh, the war from him a little bit, um, because there's no better person to hear it from than somebody who was there. I'll tell you that. So let's, uh, let's jump over to something a little more casual as far as content goes on the show. Uh, Soldiers on electric scooter accused of hit and run while riding drunk in Seoul, Korea, South Korea. Now, do you guys remember a few weeks ago we were talking about the guy I knew, and I couldn't remember if it was Hawaii or somewhere in California or whatever, who rented the scooter from the guy in the parking lot, was drunk. The scooter ended up being stolen. He crashed it. So we got in trouble for DUI, uh, Grand Theft Auto, and the accident that he caused. You guys remember that story? And he got kicked out of the Navy. Here we go again. Something very similar down in South Korea. 
South Korean authorities are investigating two U.S. soldiers accused of riding an electric scooter while drunk and then leaving the scene of an accident in Seoul over the weekend. The unnamed pair was on a scooter together, which is bad enough already. Around 1 a.m. when they suddenly fell from the vehicle, a Yangsan police uh, station senior traffic investigation officer said Wednesday, it's customary for some South Korean officers to speak anonymously, as we've talked about, that's common in Asia. As they fell, the soldiers were hit, hit the soldier. The soldiers hit the shoulder of a Korean woman who was forced to the ground. It doesn't say if they were if she was very injured or anything. Adding the scooter's passenger ran away before police arrived. They ended up arresting the driver and the passenger. The, both soldiers' blood alcohol levels were above 0 .08, which is double the legal limit for operating a vehicle and high enough to have their licenses revoked. Overseas, the legal limit for driving under the influence is even lower than in the United States. U.S. forces Korea is aware of the allegations and is investigating the situation. Spokesman Colonel Lee Peters said in a statement, we're cooperating with the Korean police. The U.S. forces Korea could not come in an ongoing investigation, but it is committed to being good neighbors with our host nation and maintaining a strong alliance. South Korean authorities are also investigating an early June incident in which a U.S. forces Korean civilian employee was accused of assaulting a Seoul Korean park, uh, parking lot attendant. Uh, a small group of Korean activists protested near the U.S. Embassy in Seoul and demanded the employee be punished. Roughly 28,000 U.S. troops are stationed on the Korean Peninsula. Most are at Camp Humphreys, roughly 40 miles south of Seoul. Speaking of that, there are protests planned outside of Air Force bases in Germany starting July 4th for three days. So uh, during the July 4th weekend, they're going to be protesting for peace outside of U.S. Air Force bases in Germany. What do you guys think about that? Out of curiosity. I don't have much more information than that, but uh, so... You know, we've got this problem with soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, guardians acting out drunk in foreign countries. The Navy has a huge problem with it in port calls. It is out of control because you think you're in this country for two or three days. You can do whatever you want and bounce and everything's going to be good and dandy. But uh, it's probably not. You're probably going to get a lot of trouble. You're going to be on that on that restriction list come Monday morning when the ship pulls out as that restriction muster grows and grows after every port call. But here we've got a couple soldiers from Camp Humphreys, also home of different branches in the military uh, while they're out there serving in South Korea. I've heard great things about being stationed out there, but not if you ruin it for everybody and create a liberty restriction for everyone because you can't control yourselves out in town. Of course, they were drunk, scrap iron E4s. I'm not, it doesn't say the rank. Uh, let's see, we've got, you have a hit and run on a scooter. I mean, that's terrible, but oddly impressive. Sounds about right. Uh, good thing U.S. Force Korea has tighter regulations on those things. The Catuses uh, would always zing around Camp Carroll on those things at 25 The What is that? What, what is a K-A-T-U-S-A? Uh, E-scooters were literally the scourge of society here in San Diego. South Park did a great episode on scooters. You just got to scoot, man. You got to scoot. Have you tried it? It's super convenient. Bicyclists are more of a scourge. Mostly peaceful scooters ramming and scooter violence. And scooter violence. Yes. Quit scooting around into people. Scoot responsibly. People want us gone across the world. People have a right to have an opinion. I say leave them in. I don't want... Don't withdraw them. Good for nothing, two-wheeled terrorists. I was never in any trouble in two meds. Saw plenty of others get busted, though. Yep. It's actually pretty easy to not get in trouble. It's super easy to not get in trouble. Just, uh, it takes the minimum amount of effort and planning to not get in trouble. I don't know how people get in so much trouble out there. It's so crazy to me. I was never in any trouble in two meds. Good job, Larry, for not getting in trouble. Juan, what's up? Nuggets, uh... My bad. I meant dead ISIS is a good one. <laughs> India is full of scooters, Ica says. That's crazy. India is full of scooters too. Those uh, line bikes were everywhere in San Diego. Rambo, what's up? Uh, let's see. People want us across the world. gone across the world. People want us gone in Okinawa too. Uh, Oki Sapling, what's up? Uh, Scuttlebutt Show. Thank you. That is the name of the channel. Korean augmentation to the U.S. Army. Korean military that have their own leadership but serve in the Army units wearing U.S. Army gear. Oh, okay. Awesome. Do you know Korean... Uh, sailors go to buds, Korean military goes to, uh, goes to, oh, scootle butt show, scootle butt show. Ha. Okay. I like that. L scooter, butt amigo. <laughs> oh, I like that. Uh, Korean sailors go to buds, Navy SEAL training and complete the entire course. I don't know if you guys knew that nuclear bombs, weaponized plagues, scooters, put it on the list. Have you heard about the fighter wing near Japan that is never allowed back home until they prove themselves after in World War II, the pilots abandoned the crews and ground personnel that were, they were executed. Oh no, I don't know anything about that. Never stop at the first bar you see or any place named bar Las Vegas. And, uh, here's another tip. 
if they're waiting for you on the pier to give you like $5 off coupons, that's probably also somewhere you shouldn't go. You're talking like, I remember going to Singapore and the Hooters girls arriving in Singapore and the Hooters girls were waiting on the pier to give out coupons for like a free set of wings or whatever with a beer. If you go to Hooters. So why scooter when you can one wheel? That is right. Rob O'Neill mentioned Singaporeans and buds. Yeah. Different countries. Yeah. Different countries send, uh, people to buds for trading. And I've heard great stories about that. I've heard incredible stories about foreign, uh, foreign troops in buds and they kind of don't exact from what I've heard, the scuttlebutt on that is they don't exactly hold them to the same standards in the sense that, uh, it's pretty hard for them to quit. Like they pretty much can't quit. They just get like a break or whatever. One thing at a time nuggets. Um, Yes, if it ever stops raining, I'm going to take you guys out on a one-wheel tour for sure. Maybe I'll go live from the phone and we'll go one-wheel around live. How fun would that be? Let's put it on the list of things to do, which I have. I, I keep a list of things I say I'm going to do on the show, by the way, and uh, I, want to, I plan on getting to all of them. But moving on to the next story. The chat's going great today, which I love, but uh, I want to get to all the stories too. So thank you for all the comments. This is incredible. I appreciate you guys being here. So fun when the chat's like this. We've got... I wake up this morning in Okinawa, Japan, and I've got six notifications on my phone that say, Bill Cosby freed from prison, his sex conviction overturned. And that's what we've got up there in the poll. So you make sure you guys answer the poll. Do you think Bill Cosby should have been released from prison? Yes or no? Basically, he's getting off on a technicality for something he pretty much said he did. He's been accused by almost every woman he's ever met of sexual assault, slipping roofies into their pills. I mean, slipping roofies into their drinks and then uh, taking advantage of them. Once known as America's dad, Bill Cosby became one of the first to go down in the hashtag Me Too movement as it came out that over the course of his prime years on TV and comedy, he was a sexual predator. So at 83 years old, he served nearly three years of a three to 10 year sentence after being found guilty of drugging and violating the Temple University sports administrator, Andrea Constant, at his suburban Philadelphia home in 2004. He was the first celebrity tried and convicted in the hashtag Me Too era. One thing I'll say about this is he pretty much served his time anyway. He had a three to 10 year sentence. He probably wasn't going to serve all 10 years. Let's be honest. He was probably going to get paroled at his first parole hearing. So he got out, he pretty much served his sentence anyway. So we can all just rest a little easier on that. He pretty much served his sentence. He's an old man and he's disgraced, as I think Larry said, or somebody said up there in the chat, JJ. So he's going to live out the rest of his life, however long that is, disgraced as a sexual predator. And uh, he pretty much served his time. Now, why did he get off though? He got off because he signed a deal with prosecutors claiming that he settled a, a, a civilian, or not a civilian, a, a, a civic suit, civil suit, in a di- in, with, the, with, the sta- with the stipulation that he would not be prosecuted in criminal court. So, but the Pennsylvania Supreme Court said Wednesday, the district attorney, Kevin Steele, who made the decision to arrest Cosby, was obligated to stand by his predecessor's promise not to charge Cosby, though there was no evidence that the promise was ever put in writing. It's crazy that they overturned a trial by jury and just let him out. I guess this must have been ongoing for a long time, probably the whole time since his conviction. But then it just comes out that he's just out. He's just all of a sudden out. Justice David Wecht, writing for a split court, said Cosby had relied on the former district attorney's decision not to charge him when the comedian gave his potentially incriminating testimony in Constance's civil case. So we settled the civil case with her. Then they went back and prosecuted him criminally. His appeals lawyers, Jennifer Bonjean, said Cosby should never have been prosecuted. District attorneys can't change it up simply because of their political motivations. She added that Cosby remains in excellent health apart from being legally blind. So he's, his vision has gone the way of the dodo. Finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. The actor's Cosby show co-star Felicia Rashad tweeted, I am furious to hear this news, actor Amber Tamlin said, founder of Time's Up, an advocacy group for victims of sexual assault, said in a Twitter post, I personally know women who this man drugged and raped while unconscious. Shame on the court and this decision. It's the system. It's the system working, okay? The problem, the system is has all these checks and balances in place that, uh, are there to make sure people get fair trials. But the problem is only someone like Bill Cosby, a major celebrity has access to the type of lawyers that can make this kind of thing happen. So he obviously has a team of crack lawyers who were able to help him get off. But what a lot of people might not know about Bill Cosby, and this is kind of why I wanted a big part of what I want to talk about today was 
Bill Cosby's says, Navy life prepared me for my amazing experience in prison. Now, let's have the conversation about the fact that Bill Cosby was in the Navy. Bill Cosby famously served in the Navy in, I believe, the 1950s is what this article says. He was also promoted meritoriously to chief, which uh, did not age well for the Navy chiefs. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so this is an article from 2019, over two years ago almost two and a half years ago. This article uh, was from Task and Purpose, but I've got it here from military.com. Let me catch up on the comments really quick. Let's see, let's see. We will call the Hey, hey Joes, because they started every sentence with Joe, my good American friend. They're referring to G.I. Joe. Uh, smash that like, everyone. Hell yeah. I thought Bill Cosby was released a while ago on my trip, and he was released today. Bill Cosby, don't ask for permission to put his finger in your pudding. Damn, Savage. I uh, love Fat Albert and the Cosby kids. John Franco's face palm and embarrassed. No means no unless she's roofied. Then it might be mean maybe. Bill Cosby probably. That's pretty funny. Nice one, Scrap Iron. Uh, no formal agreement. And he still gets it. He still got off. Most of his victims were all too willing to party and do drugs and sleep with a known predator for a bit part, big part or a chance in Hollywood. They did make their own choices. Women's empowerment. I don't know about that. Uh, I don't think anyone makes the choice to get roofied. I have so much to say, but I'll just keep those thoughts to myself. Decisions on behalf of defendants is okay. Can't overturn a not guilty verdict, but overturning a guilty verdict is okay. Interesting point. Interesting point. Cosby, hold up. He was in the Navy. Oh, you don't know. He was in the Navy. Amazing. Prison was amazing. We're going to talk about that. Pro Hero, what's up? His wife is loyal AF. She never left him. Not that many Navy dependents would do that. (laughs) Bill Cosby, as the Mexican saying goes, don't come to suck. Rich people have a different prison, I guess. Well, hang on, Ica. Because Bill Cosby is apparently having no trouble adjusting to his life in prison thanks to his brief service in the Navy. The legendary comedian and convicted sexual predator is apparently having an amazing experience at the SCI Phoenix Maximum Security Prison. Maximum Security Prison. I don't know if that's the rich people prison. That's like the worst prison you can get. That's the prison where the psycho murderers go. Maximum Security. That's pretty bad. He was in the Navy in the 1950s. He was in the Navy for four years, and this is no different than being in the Navy, Wyatt said, according to Bill Cosby. People have rooms. People are over you. They're just doing their jobs, and you have to follow the rules. That's how he operates every day. He gets up at 3.30 in the morning and works out. The food is packed with sodium, so to avoid getting himself sick, he puts his food in a cup, goes to the sink, and rinses it off three times. Apparently, Bill Cosby was washing his food in prison. Cosby joined the Navy in 1956, serving for four years as an enlisted hospital corpsman at Marine Corps Base Quantico in Virginia and the Bethesda Naval Hospital in Maryland. So he was an, a corpsman, and he was honorably discharged in 1960 as a third-class petty officer. Game hopes with a piece of pie. Thank you, Game Hopes, very much. I appreciate that. 99 cent, 99 euro super chat. That's epic. Thank you very much. Navy life helped with prison, probably dropped the soap a lot. I've been a corrections officer in Texas for a minute and it sucked. Being a prison guard does suck very much. Thank you, Game Hopes, uh, very much for that super chat. Bit of pie? I think I will. I think I will. They chose to party, do drugs, and sleep with Bill Cosby. But he wasn't, they weren't accused of, or he wasn't accused of doing drugs with them. He was accused of, without their knowledge, slipping drugs into their drinks and then taking advantage of them when they were asleep. That's what he was accused of. The Supermax in Colorado was the toughest. The Unabomber is there. Damn. Uh, let's see. In two, so here we go. In 2011, Cosby was presented with the title of Honorary Chief Petty Officer, America's dad. But then in 2015, Secretary of the Navy Ray Mabus and Master Chief Petty Officer of the Navy Michael Stevens announced that the Navy had revoked it. So the Navy knew in 2015. The Navy knew in 2015 something was up. And they were like, no, thank you. We do not need to be associated with Bill Cosby. So now we know. Now we know Bill Cosby was a sailor in the fifties. He was a hospital corpsman. That's probably where he learned uh, about the drugs. And then he went on to become America's dad and then America's pervy dad. And they had him, uh, they had him honorary chief and then stripped it away from him after four years. So he actually went through the entire Navy UCMJ also. Not only did he get busted in civilian court, he got busted with the UCMJ. He got promoted all the way up to E7 and then busted back down to E3. So uh, I guess that's how that goes. Max, hire me as your chef. Well, you're, you're already funding the, the food budget. COs have sex with inmates and it's a big problem. Yes, that is definitely something I've heard of happening. Body armor or Gatorade? Neither. Neither. I do uh, water 
and sometimes like uh, little goo packets. Hell yeah, I want to get, I'm not even going to finish that sentence. Uh, does Bill do burpees though? Well, he probably does. He probably does uh, dirty dogs. I bet Bill Cosby does classic Navy exercise, dirty dogs. America's dad to America's dad in prison. The Navy knew. JJ, the Navy knew. The Navy knew the deal. So uh, somehow they knew. We've got uh, one more story, one more brief story to cover, and then the crazy headline story of the day. Let's get through this one really quick, because this is, neither of these are good. Where's Justin? Ah, Justin, I blew it. I blew it. I didn't save a good story for the end. Yakuska-based sailor accused of drunken driving after wrong way crash on expressway. Thank God this DUI accident only involved hurting himself. We've got Japanese police say a U.S. Navy sailor was intoxicated. So don't drink and drive, guys. How tough is this? He crashed his vehicle into two trucks on a Japanese expressway on May 16th in Yokohama. I hope I don't get into it. Yeah, I don't hope I don't get hit by a wrong way drunk driver when I'm in Tokyo next week. The unnamed service member who was assigned to Yakuska Naval Base was involved in a multi-vehicle accident driving the wrong way on the Shuto Highway after entering from an exit ramp at about 3.45 a.m. So, you know, nothing good happens at 3.45 a.m. Said Randall Balcom said in an email Wednesday, the sailor was treated at a local hospital and occupants of the other vehicles did not seek medical care. I like how in this case, which, you know, luckily... This isn't one of those stories where drunk driver, wrong way crash, kills a family of three and suffers no injuries. Here, he crashed his vehicle drunk in wrong way into a couple trucks and only hurt himself and was taken to a local hospital. The Navy did not provide the sailor's name, age, rank, or unit. The driver, they identified the driver as a 25-year-old petty officer third class. That's an E4. It's customary in Japan for some government officials to speak anonymously. The sailor told police he drank alcohol in his car in Tokyo after driving there by himself. What the hell? According to the spokesman, police referred a case of suspected drunk driving to the Yokohama District Public Prosecutor's Office without making an arrest. He said, in Japan, it is prosecutors, not police, who decide on formal charges. The Kanagawa newspaper reported Wednesday that liquid containing cannabis was found in the sailor's vehicle. I don't know if that means CBD or actual, like, you know, juice with weed in it. Uh, Balcom said the Navy is cooperating with police. The Navy takes all allegations involving misconduct for sailors very seriously. So if he had drugs then there's no chance of uh, bouncing back from this one. If he was high, then he's going to be getting kicked out of the Navy. If he was involved in a drunk driving accident, he's probably going to get kicked out. He's probably going to get kicked out, but he uh, has a chance of staying in, I guess, a chance. But if he was high, if he had drugs on him, he's getting kicked out for sure. So this sailor, thank goodness, he only hurt himself and is probably facing the end of his career in the Navy. So no Bravo Zulu for him. I got to say, uh, don't drink and drive, you guys. It is just not good. It, uh, it's, it's a one-way ticket to ending your entire life as you know it. It's always drinking. I should be hired as the chief food officer at this point. Yes. Uh, let's see. For a moment, I thought he said Yakuza. People don't, uh, people don't learn booze and cars don't mix. Yes. Do you think our hosts are getting tired of our troops causing problems in town? Do you think? Uh, I'm assuming you're multiple question marks are because you probably think that that's true. And I think that that's true too. Our host nations always are tired of us being there. There's always some portion, some percentage of the population of the host nation to where we're at that really does not have any interest in us staying. And then there's people who do like it. So it's a mixed bag. In Okinawa, there are government officials who want us to leave. In uh, in Germany, they're about to have those protests. In Korea, there's obviously people who want us to leave. Then there's people whose entire economic well-being revolves around Americans being there. You know, they depend on us. So it's both. I always give back to the bar crowd by being an Uber Lyft driver. I know my limits, two beers, I'm staying home. It's that simple. Nice. Good job, John. Giving back that way. There's a free service out here called Fidelis Rides in Okinawa. Every time we have a story about drinking and driving in Okinawa, I want you guys to know a couple options you have in Okinawa. You have Fidelis Rides, which is like Uber. You get on the app and somebody, a Marine or whatever, will come pick you up and drive you home. And there's also, I forget what it's called, but there's a free service, 100% free, that will drive to where you are and drive you home in your own vehicle. They will bring a designated driver to you and drive you home in your own vehicle for free. So anytime somebody gets a DUI in Okinawa, it makes literally no sense. Let's see. It's just choosing badly. I don't think host nations are tired of Americans spending American dollars. That's for sure. Yeah, very true. Booze and weed. He had weed juice too. What a moron. 
Let's see. Not in the car, though. It's all, it's still so tiresome. Scuttlebutt show. Wait a second. If I sub to your Patreon, I get to call you. Yeah, absolutely. If, uh, if you sub to that level of Patreon, we can jump on Skype or Zoom or uh, whatever you want. These are the saddest stories. Soldiers and sailors ruining their career. If you're going to F up, then F up as a civilian. UCMJ is too strict. Military tribunal versus innocent until proven guilty. Easy decision. I've seen the nightmare situation of police officers in situations in which they were murdered. I'm deeply humbled by these men in service. They are super legit. Don't freaking DUI. Yep. Don't do it. Maybe it's time Murica remind, minds her own business. After all, we have enough problems of our own. I think it's important that we maintain the global alliances that we have the good relationships that we have in other countries, the tactical advantage we have from being in Okinawa. Um, but could we do better at that from our behavior standpoint? Yes, very true. We travel, the, the United States, so here's something to consider. The United States travels all over the world to work with countries, militaries constantly. Something just happened in my room, some weird noise. Uh, the, the Asian Pacific, Europe, South America, we are everywhere all the time. And so part of that relies on our global presence. I think it's very important that we maintain our strategic and you know, co uh, cooperative positions globally, but could we do a better job um, with our behavior in those nations? Of course, yeah, of course, very, very much so. Uh, read the article, car hits auto rickshaw in Hyderabad. Okay, I will try to copy and paste that into Google. Honduras doesn't want us there. There were protests often in, oh my gosh, Tegucigalapa around the joint base. I don't even, never heard of that. But uh, yeah, I believe a lot of South American people uh, probably don't want that. I'm about to pick up army NCO stripes in the near future. I don't need a drunk driving case on my record. Don't wear out or welcome. True. If you could interview any persons considered evil, who would you interview? I don't know. That's a tough question. That's a tough question. I'll have to think about that one. Uh, Game Hubs, yeah. Check out the, uh, I've got, I, I think I have like one hour every month if you're on Patreon that we can chat, but you know, I'm, I'm open to uh, whatever you want to do. Just hit me up on there and we'll figure it out. Um, let's go to, okay. So by the way, like uh, Game Hubs was saying, we do have a Patreon available with some special perks on there that are not available for memberships on the channel because I can manage stuff on Patreon a lot better than I can manage memberships. But that includes uh, a free t-shirt on your second month of being a uh, elite patron and more. So you guys can check that out in the links down below if you're interested in different ways to support the channel and memberships are a great way to do it too. If you just want to throw some support out, you can become a member and you can uh, get that you know color on your name so your chat stands out a little more, special icon and all that. I respectfully disagree. I am a staunch isolationist. That's fine. You can uh, re disagree respectfully or disrespectfully, whatever you want to do. Um, I am I'm more for us spreading out globally. So you're awesome, dude. Can't wait to sub on my first paycheck. Took forever. Oh man, you're awesome. Uh, Rambo, you rock. You rock. Thank you for always being here in the chat and uh, improving the conversation. It's uh oh I did I I totally I totally blew the surprise of the last story by the way, that bastard didn't deserve to join. Uh, so let's go. Okay, I already spoiled the last story because I closed the other window, so you guys already saw it. But I'm all distracted by the awesome chat today. It's called Soto Cano Air Base. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, I've heard some crazy stories about South America from uh, out of my naval special warfare buddies who've been down there have some crazy stories about South America. Um. Totally, totally crazy. That's an anti-white article. Uh, no, it's not. I think it's totally not an anti-white article. Uh, it is It is a very relevant article. Uh, Game Hopes, it's, uh, I think, elite. Elite. All the uh, benefits are listed in each category. And we can chat on Instagram. You don't have to join for us to chat. We can chat on Instagram uh, anytime you'd like. Just hit me up. But uh, if you want me to set aside an hour a month dedicated to just chatting with somebody with you, if you're out there, then check out Patreon as the elite tier, because I've got to put some kind of value behind that kind of time. I'd rather fight the bad guys in their backyard instead of yours. True. Um, okay. So this article, I know will divide the chat. It's our last story of the day. It popped up on the daily beast. It is so crazy. Right wing death squad, active duty Marine plotted to bomb the DNC murder black people fed say. And this is on the heels of the story we covered 
last or earlier this week about the Air Force woman who was murdered by the white supremacist who had dr- stolen a box truck, crashed it, and then shot two black people in what is appearing to be an absolute hate crime uh, in Massachusetts that is barely getting any coverage. So this article from the Daily Beast, I do know that that's a political website, but it is not being uh, covered too many other places, and it's certainly not being refuted by anybody. So headline here, the feds investigated USMC private first class Travis Owens for discussing the unrealized plan with two others, including one person tied to neo-Nazi group Adam Waffen. We have talked about Adam Waffen on this show before. In fact, just recently, because I said there are actual there are actual white supremacist groups committing violent crimes in the United States that never get any coverage. Adam Waffen is one of them. So, and by the way, if you want more information on that, check out the video on the channel about Ethan Melsner. Ethan Melsner video on my channel from probably about a year ago now uh, talks all about it. So you guys can find all about what I'm talking about. But it says here, this is crazy. An active duty U.S. Marine is under federal investigation for plotting with two others to assassinate minorities, drug users, and employees of the DNC with explosives, rocket launchers, and automatic rifles. So this is an unsealed FBI search warrant affidavit obtained by the Daily Beast, which indicates Private First Class Travis Owens, a United States Marine, and his partners were part of this unrealized murder plot and influenced by Timothy McVeigh, a U.S. Army soldier, and I think mentioned in, uh, was he mentioned in, no, I guess that wouldn't make any sense. Like, for example, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald in Full Metal Jacket, right? In Full Metal Jacket, Lee Harvey Oswald, they talk about how he's a great shot because he's a Marine, right? So there's this ide- uh, idealize- idealize- idealization, idealization, people idolize these mass killers. He's a U.S. Army soldier behind the 1995 Oklahoma City bombing that left 168 people dead and injured 700. The document also states one of the suspects had links to Adam Waffen, a violent neo-Nazi group linked to at least five murders. A handful of active service members and veterans have been identified as being members of Adam Waffen, which calls for the armed overthrow of the U.S. government. That's an actual organization that has violent ideologies and commits crimes and the problem with the problem I have is the media would lead you to believe like liberal media would lead you to believe that voting Republican is equal to being part of Adam Waffen, which is ludicrous. It's laughable. And the fact that we've totally melded and there's no more distinction between these things as far as what the news would want you to believe is really harmful to everybody. So I'd like to point out that there are actual white supremacist neo-Nazi Hardcore groups out there committing murders, rapes, uh, uh, vandalism with basically domestic terrorism ideologies that uh, are rarely ever talked about. The investigation began in late August 2019 when a tipster contacted the FBI about disturbingly violent conversations they had observed in a private Facebook messenger chat group named Right Wing Death Squad. So not subtle. According to the FBI, three men were behind the troubling chats. James Wisdom of Arkansas, mechanic Jason Dewan Garfield of Arkansas, who went by the uh, names online Moonman and Juggerbugger, and Owens, a Marine Corps E-1 from Arkansas stationed at Fort Leonard Wood. Rhetoric in the private chat messages was consistent with racially motivated extremism ideology to include aspirational violence against religious and racial minorities. One of the three who has been charged to date is Garfield, who in May 2021, which is last month, was sentenced to six and a half years in prison for illegal gun possession. Charges against Wisdom and Owens have not been filed. That's a, that's a hefty sentence for gun possession. Uh, spokesman confirmed to the Daily Beast and neither has a lawyer listed in court records. Assistant U.S. Attorney Aaron Jennin, the prosecutor handling the case, declined to comment. Owens, however, was kicked out of the Marine Corps in April after news of the investigation came to light. Participation in supremacist or extremist organizations or activities is a violation of the Department of Defense and Marine Corps orders and will lead to mandatory processing for separation following the first first substantiated incident. So they're basically zero tolerance on this stuff. The Marine Corps is clear on its stance as it relates to racial hatred or extremism. There is no place for either in the Marine Corps. Our strength is derived from the individual excellence of every Marine, regardless of background, bigotry, and racial extremism. Run, run contrary to our core values. So uh, the trio seemed to be preparing for a full-blown war. Their goals were laid out in the group chats underneath exorations such as wisdom. We can accelerate today for a new world tomorrow and racial slurs need to hang from trees. The Warren states in one conversation, Garfield wrote, racism isn't real. Whites are the only humans. Wow. 
In another, he discussed assassinating Arkansas State Senator Stephanie Flowers, who is black, just effing McVeigh the DNC. I probably shouldn't even say these things out loud reading quotes on YouTube. You know what to buy, replied Wisdom, who also discussed constructing knockoff rocket launchers out of PVC pipe. All this is absolutely horrible. Uh, he says, Hiram, what's up? $2 super chat. I see that pop up. I'll get to all the chat soon. Hiram, thank you very much. I have access to 300,000 pounds of anhydrous ammonia, Garfield wrote, and just need a container to store it. I, can, I can't do that. Let's see. Uh, I want a full auto scar, Garfield wrote, into Owens, referring to a fully automatic assault rifle used by special operations. The scar is a great weapon if you've had a chance to fire it. Travis hooked me up with some goodies from the armory. I'll pay you $100 worth of chickens. I guess that's how easily you can be bribed, considering we just had the story about how almost 2,000 weapons were missing from the military's inventory last week. I can't do that without a security is now in the military. It's ridiculous to get your issued M16A4 service rifle. That's what I said. How are there 2,000 weapons missing? Uh, let's see. Then it says, I have common engineers as friends with access to C4. Bombs away, Mr. McVeigh said. Kill them all. I have access to so much we can make it rain bullets for days. I'm really tempted to act soon, Garfield wrote. I can't stand by and do nothing. This is crazy. So, uh... The references to Adam Waffen and Timothy McVeigh suggest that the individuals involved look to the acts of violence and terrorism inflicted by other ideologically driven killers as an aspirational goal. Though extremism can morph and change its form, the underlying motives and philosophies driving these movements are constant. What I'm going to do for you guys right now is drop the link to this article in the chat so you can click it and I'll pin it and then uh, you guys can check this entire article out for yourselves. Let me uh, catch up on the chat here really quick. That is insane to me. Um, absolutely horrible. Uh, have you ever trained at the JFK center? No, I have not. Uh, I've not trained at the JFK center. Neo-Nazis should have their acts repeatedly torn. Their ACLs repeatedly torn. Hate to see stories like this. F these bastards in our Marine Corps, rotten apple amongst a good bunch. Well, if you're going to plan a revolution, liberation or whatever, then don't talk about it. They always get busted because they just have to rant to each other on Facebook. Like how dumb do you have to be? Uh, this article is pure comedy, dripping with lies and propaganda, pure anti-white. Juan, why do you say that, actually? I'm curious what about that in this article you uh, you believe is propagandized. Can't tell you how many fights I've been in who are my people. I love my country. The dirtbags come in all forms. Yep. Very true. I hate the U.S. government, so I'll join the military. Yep. Can't, can't you arrest people who join Adam Waffen since they are effectively a terror group that has expressed violent threats towards color people in the U.S. government? It's all about finding out who those people are, though, with the anonymity online, anonymity online. But they have arrested members of the group for crimes, including murder. Mind you, it isn't just enlisted that do this stuff. Remember the Army major who shot up deployment readiness center at Fort Hood? Yes, but wasn't he a uh, uh, radicalized extremist, uh, Islam extremist? Are you, is that who you're talking about? But anyway, yes, it is... Officers and enlisted. Very, very much true. What a dumbass names the group chat that. Facebook, damn. Uh, they got caught. Yep. I know this may not be what people want to believe. Company grade officers with RS, as it is called, need to investigate the poolies and perhaps encourage them to utilize the delayed entry program in order to do this. I'm not saying any of this to be mean, obnoxious, or make fun of them. So that's what's happening. There is a social media screening for people joining the military happening right now. Um, and if you are connected to these groups online... Uh, and they happen to find you out, then you will probably not be allowed to join. And what I said in a previous episode was the way I think this is going to be done is very automated by keyword search and hashtag search through the internet and not a deep dive into every person's profile who joins the military. They got this guy by the short and curlies. If there is any credence to this story, golly gee, this happens in a vacuum. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying I think like, what do you think that I'm saying by covering this story? This is one very small group of people amongst the whole who do stuff like this, but it's important to talk about it just like I would talk about any other story on the, about the military. Uh, hello, Iron Lotus. What's up? Welcome to the chat. This bigot is making good points, not racist reasons, but in poor management of weapons within the military. 2,000 small arms were stolen out of a DON or Marine Corps armory WTF. Yeah, right? Harry Lime Pie, one sick individual. I agree. Ever met any British troops on tours? Yes, I have. And... I actually have a whole comedy skit I want to do about that. So hopefully I'll be able to recruit a British YouTuber to join me and uh, be able to do that. So yes. By the way, guys, tomorrow is Kwanda, Q&A Friday. So if you have any questions for me, I'm not going to come in with any stories planned. 
We're just going to chat. So Fridays are always fun. So stay tuned for, uh, for Friday's Quanda tomorrow. It'll be a fun episode where we can just talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. There are some very dark conversations online, all sorts of nasty stuff. P- I, do, I do always think there are people who express horrible things online. They become different persons online and then never would do any harm to anybody. But now they're going to get in trouble for it. But these people actually talked about getting weapons and hurting people. So I don't think that there's any ambiguity here. Uh, I'm glad that they caught these guys before something happened. The FBI and CIA intervene on plots like this all the time. We don't hear about how many plots are thwarted daily from all different groups as a spectrum. We never hear about the ones that don't happen, but they happen all the time. So it's something to consider. Uh, Let's see. Politics has ruined America. Politicians. Politicians do their best to create as much fear and hate as possible. Concentration camps in China, very true. The left is freaking out about these laws. Uh, I'm on the left. I agree. The right is too. F. Bill Cosby. What's up, Ed? Tiananmen. Oh, there's, yes, stuff going on with Tiananmen. Vice News just has a great documentary out on one of their stories about Tiananmen Square. Uh, Shame how China treats the Muslims. Yes, very true. You're absolutely correct. It is that easy to Google the outrageous, violent, and dangerous ideations people put out on the internet. Uh, Game Hopes, $1.99 Super Chat. He's reading an article. Some people. Thanks, uh, Game Hopes. I appreciate the $1.99 euro uh, funding my hunger out here. (laughs) Official chef of the Scuttlebutt Show. Get a Scuttle Burger, some Scuttle Ice Cream Cones. Uh, I'll hit you up on Instagram after this. I'm Mexican. What I'm seeing here is what I hoped I would never see, especially in this country. It's always, but it's always been. There's nothing new. Here's the thing that I don't want people to walk away from this thinking is that anything new is happening. It to me, not that I'm the expert, but this stuff has always existed. It doesn't exist more or less now. It's a pervasive problem. The internet has just made it more uh, viewable publicly, but this stuff has always existed. Things are not, it's not the end of the world. Both sides are bad, just all about politics and money. Politics is important, but the high school office politics and triviality sucks ever since they stagger congressional elections. Somebody's always running for office. Ever watch the Cash Predator? The transcripts of their online chats is disturbing and funny. Yeah, for example. Therefore, there's always propaganda being pushed out there. Another dono. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Mike, I am with you, brother. Politics is downstream from culture. So that's a good point, too. Um, so that's the crazy story out of the Marine Corps. They should do a show like to catch predator, but with Nazis and exposing them people on YouTube do that. You can look that stuff up on YouTube. There's individuals doing that, which I don't know how I feel about it. Uh, I have mixed feelings about it. We talked about that when we talked about the guys who busted the air, the Navy Submariner out in Connecticut for going to like a Walmart to meet a 14 year old girl. And, uh, you guys can look up that stuff online. So nice. Ed just got call of duty. That's awesome. Oh, by the way, no gaming today. I'm going to be prepping for, uh, I'm going to be working on prepping to continue to create content in Tokyo. So I'll be doing that. I'll be working for you guys today, but I will be back tomorrow with Kwanda Q&A Friday and, uh, and then gaming after that, where we're going to play squad. Let me end the poll here real quick and let's, uh, review the results. I joined in 97. They talked about white supremacy, gangs, and drugs. It hasn't changed much. Yeah, absolutely. So we've got 29 votes. Should Bill Cosby have been released? No. 62% yes, 37%. There's some margin of error there in the decimal place. But no matter where you guys lean, I love you all. Yes, I appreciate you guys all. Here's what, here's what I'll say. If you come to my show, you have an open mind. Because I, I put out very open-minded content. So if you're here, I applaud you for being open-minded enough to come listen to this show and listen to everybody in the chat. So I'm proud of all of you. And I'm proud of this community that we're building here on YouTube. I will say that. So it's great to have you here. It's awesome. Uh, it's, I, hope, uh, I hope in some ways I'm giving you guys different perspectives to think about. I obviously see arguments going on in the chat all the time. So I know sometimes you guys agree with me, sometimes you don't. And you keep coming back, which, uh, which means that you are willing to listen to opinions and other people's thoughts. So I think that's fantastic. And I'm really happy that we have this group here. I have found many human trafficking victims, but by the time they are on the street, they are already used up. Yeah. It's like, uh, I mean, I hate to make this, I hate to say this, but the new Rambo movie, Last Blood, had a great uh, approach to talking about that. So most people think Bill Cosby should not have been released from prison, but that's the system at work. 
That's the system at work. He also, he also pretty much served his time because let's be honest, let's be real. He was probably going to get paroled or at least a uh, compassionate release by the time he would serve any more time. So, uh, he pretty much served his time. All Nazis who were in the German Nazi party and participated in the atrocities should be executed if found. I don't think there's any left, but they were still prosecuting them all the way up until recently. Have been running for some time. Do you remember a story in the past few months about a Marine trying to steal C4? Yes, I do remember that. I do remember that. Join, sub, and support. Same. A bunch of Civ, Nat, Trogdolite idiots virtue signaling about how they aren't racist, but guess what? Everyone else is. I'm not sure what you mean. Um, I'll need to reread that comment uh, and take some time with it, but... It's 11.01 a.m. out here in Okinawa. I've got a ton of stuff to do to prep for uh, Fuji and Tokyo and being able to live stream for you guys. So with all that being said, we're going to wrap up today's episode. We'll be back tomorrow with Q&A Friday as well as gaming, but that's going to be it for today. So I hope you guys have a great Wednesday out there in the United States or wherever you are. It's Thursday out here in Okinawa. I know people are coming in from all over the world like Ika. Hopefully we will speak in the future. Absolutely, Rambo, we will speak soon, I hope. With all that being said, I appreciate you guys being here. I look forward to talking to you all very soon, and that's the scuttlebutt.